Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hello, Adjust the Mic family. This is Charlie. And Scott. Hey, just because we act like children, it doesn't mean that children should be listening. F-words and B-words, C-words, we say them all. Oh, my. Everything we say, we don't know what we're talking about, and we're clueless. Chris knows a lot. I mean, of science. Yeah, and thank you for uh, downloading and subscribing to the Adjust the Mic podcast. Why are you calling my girlfriend in the middle of the night? I don't. I don't call no girls in the middle of the night. You got the wrong number. You tell me who you are. So, are you just going to ask me questions and I can answer it, and then we'll go from there? And you can edit out anything that makes me look stupid, or if I say something really messed up that needs to be gone. You like the Foo Fighters? No. So, welcome to Adjust the Mic, episode number one hundred and thirty-five. Warm up. <laughs> also, incidentally, the final space shuttle mission was STS 135. So, joining Ooh, us to nice. my right is the hostess with the mostest, Mr. Scott Geyser. Well, hello there, everybody. How you doing? How's it going? And to my left is the hostess with the mostest, the CrossFit the King, beer, King we, Kings, the CrossFit King, <laughs> the CrossFit King himself, <laughs> the craft beer queen's husband, Brent Comerford. How are what you? Now? Up, How's it going? So, uh, like Colleen, you just you pretty much forcefully made this happen today. Yeah, from what I could imagine, because Colleen this morning was very into coming to this today. She's like, I can't wait, and then she goes, Brent wants to come and wants me to stay home. I think I'm gonna <laughs> let him because he wants to nerd out with you guys. She was hemming and hawing, and I told her I was like, Nope, I'm making an executive decision. You're staying home. I like it. I'm going. I like it. Uh, did you have to raise a hand or we were, you, we were driving. was there a negotiation of any kind? No, we were or? driving, so I was going to kick her out of the car. She didn't <laughs> there you go. Tuck there and roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colleen, we'll miss you. I think next week it's going to be just Colleen and I. Yeah, Charlie isn't uh, here tonight either. He is Oh, that's selling. right. Charlie's gone too tonight. Yeah, selling uh, something. Something big. He just closed on his house. Yep. He's doing it, I think, right now. It's Yeah. He, it was at 4.30. So he's in, the, he's in the thick of it right now. So he's uh, closing. I hope he signed like 100,000 pages. I hope that whoever the title company is, they didn't have DocuSign where he could do it real quick and easy. You get the hand cramps. See, 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 see. Dude, the last time I, I refied, it was all DocuSign. Yeah, it's the it was best. all on my phone. It was the best. Yeah. I finished my whole, cl- I walked in my closing for this house and I walked out 10 minutes later. Yeah. It was that easy. It was pretty good. You, you still have to go in even with DocuSign? Dude, you got to go in and they give you, they want to give you something. And yeah. there's like two or three things you have to hand sign. And that was it. Yeah, there's a couple legal documents that, that don't qualify for the DocuSign. Exactly. I think it's mostly the title shit, but yeah. Right, so I, yeah. I thought everything did nowadays. So yeah. we're, we're going to do a nerd podcast today because we're all nerds. Dude, and we've been talking about this for like forever. outside of the show. Like whenever we have a party or a get together, Brent's always like, so when are we going to get me, you, and Chris and just do a podcast and we're just going to talk about nerd stuff the whole time? <laughs> so guys, be ready. Yeah. I'm 35. And the funny thing is I'm not as nerdy as I come across. I sincerely oh, really? doubt that, Oh, sir. really? Are you saying it's all a front? Something so like so that. it's just us two being nerds and you're, you're like, <laughs> well, not a nerd. You're cool. Like You're a... Uh, What's the movie? What's what are they? What are they? The, Revenge the of Lambda, the Lambda Lambdas or something? Yeah. What, what is he? <laughs> He's a Lambda. Yeah. Don't make fun of us real nerds over here now. Or is it the tri- the Trilamp? What is it? <laughs> the Trilamps. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's just certain topics I nerd out on. Well, what's a big one that you can nerd out on? Oh man! Aside from smoking biscuit. <laughs> Honestly, wearing robes. I don't know. I kind of keep keep to myself, but 
the big thing now is I'm into the Curse of Oak Island show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I've been okay. watching that in uh, season finale tonight, so I'm excited about that. Would If you thought that there was gold on an island outside of an, in the Indian River out here in one of the little islands. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Would you try to buy it, or would you go out there in the middle of the night in your little John boat and try to dig? I don't think I'd have the uh, willpower to stay up all night. <laughs> Dude, they, they've been excavating Oak Island for decades. A long time. I remember reading about this shit when I was in high school. I mean, that was 25-something well, years ago. Like 1890-something, I yeah. think they started digging. So what is? What's so special about this island? I, I don't know. I think now they're starting to prove that the Knights Templar were involved. Oh. so Could that be a resting place for the Holy Grail, perhaps? That's what they're thinking, but we'll see. <laughs> I think if they had discovered something like that, that that would have been already big breaking news. And I think it's saved. all sus, man. <laughs> it's all sus. Is that what you're saying? It's sus as fuck, man. So o- Oak Island is this place up in Canada, right? Over by Nova Scotia, I think. So northeast Canada. Okay. Mah- Mahone Bay. Yeah. yeah, right on the Atlantic Ocean. And whoever bought the island in the late 1800s discovered a pit off to the, off to the side of the island that every time, every time they tried to dig down, they'd run into different obstructions. So like there was like a cedar layer. There was this another layer of stones. There was when they once they got through that, then there was more like cedar timbers that were blocking the way, and so they would dig, dig, and then find an impediment and then stop. And then twenty years later, it'd be brought up and somebody would be like, hey, "I'd like to look," and they'd get further and further down. But they discovered that once they got down past a certain point, they started getting into the water table, and then they'd have to pump the water out, but it would refill every time the high tide came in. Gotcha. So the the prevailing theory at first was that it was some kind of like secret pirate cash like that's where they hit all their their bounty their yeah. booty and stuff but all then the they kept but then as technology got better they were able to go deeper and deeper down and they kept finding these different layers of stuff that would impede you from digging down further so i guess that there was so it became a big mystery and they wrote a ton of books about it now i okay. guess they're excavating it now for the show which i, I haven't known that show's been around well, for years too right yeah like they're on season nine or ten now damn but like, they just found like in their swamp they found <laughs> out the swamp was man-made okay and they found a stone paved road underneath the swamp really guys guys this shit's got to be fake man it's i mean this, there's something there obviously how, how can you have 10 seasons of looking for a treasure at a, in an, on an island that's a good point they're just milking the fuck out they're of they're milking they're doing. them if they're writing new shit, they're like, oh, this is, let's make this, let's make this a fucking island, let's make this a road, an underground well, fucking road. They're spending millions and millions of dollars a season. To ex- they're making millions and millions. Well, they're, yeah, they're, making like, they're making like $200,000 an episode. And yeah. they tried to like side tunnel their way in at different various angles to get past all these obstructions that have always Before you up- know it, they're going to have like, you know how like with TV shows back in the day, like it would have a collab. Where they'd have like the guys from Friends be on <laughs> Seinfeld or some kind of weird shit. You're gonna have like 90 day fiance people on freaking uh, on the Oak Island, freaking digging up fucking booty. I, I just like the history aspect of it. Yeah, and, and they're going like they're in Portugal right now, like studying it, and they're finding like some symbols and stuff they're seeing on the island, and okay, proving that like you know possibly the Templars were over there before Columbus even. Yeah, you know, going back to like the oh, 12, yeah. 1300s. Yeah. It is interesting, man. It really is. I've actually watched maybe half of the first season. That's why I'm throwing shit at it. <laughs> well, because the Crusaders... It was good. I like. I liked it. That was all like 900 AD through about 1200 AD, right? So Columbus was 1400. So yeah. they would have been there hundreds of years before Columbus was. Well, they're saying they escaped at the end when they were being persecuted in, in Portugal and Spain. And, uh, you know, they went to, was it Scotland? And then from Scotland, they went over to Oak Island, apparently, and 
so think about it this way though so like i'm on oak island right and i have a like let's say i just landed on oak island and i have a fucking shit ton of gold or treasure or whatever right. my my treasure is Am I dig for eight <laughs> years or eight seasons worth down a fucking hole to well, put it? Well, yeah, that's what they no. did because Nobody, back in the day you didn't have banks, you what didn't have they, vaults, they didn't have no like uh, a heavy equipment that they no. have now, and they're still having a hard time getting down there, dude. From time immemorial, our ancestors buried their shit. That was how you put it in safe. You find a spot in the middle of nowhere. And wooden bowls. You dig a big f- hole and you put your valuables at the bottom of the hole and you, you put cover it next it back to up. an oak tree. With some soft sand or some average, some easy to dig up shit, and then you just like hope for the best and yeah. come back that you can get to it. But whoever these people were, they dug a big fucking hole and then put layers upon that's layers taken, and layers. Uh, that's yeah, taken a hundred years for anybody else to kind of get to. It's but, so fucking like yeah, but it makes you think like even in your backyard, what could be buried oh, yeah, back yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. That, sure, like yeah. you know the Seminoles or something. People find crazy shit in their walls of their old houses right. and stuff. Like people, all, all kinds of cool things. Well, and over in the British Isles too. I mean, they're still finding like hordes of Viking gold that oh, they, yeah. you know, these gold coins by the hundreds that these Vikings are like fuck. I gotta hide this somewhere. Think about what's gonna happen, guys. When when more and more as permafrost uh uh, uh warms up oh, and, yeah. and more you know is ex- more more land is exposed they're going to find things up there that's going to flip people's you know uh uh brains and be like whoa like we're going to find that things are going to be different maybe sure. they're well, going to have new findings up well there. It, just like uh t-rex yeah Did you guys see that with it's like a bird yeah it actually had wings <laughs> like and feathers like and no do I we really know for that. a fact that their skin is like they say it is no they said that they didn't, it wasn't scaly and in fact, they think it had feathers and it was more bird-like. I think than, it would uh, be more bird-like, right? Well, they they do have fossilized impression of dinosaur scales okay, to show okay. they had it. Yeah, so okay, okay. Just like they've got fossilized dinosaur poop to That's, know that they yeah. actually did poop. That's so. true. And we do have like rhinos that have that kind of same. Yeah, yeah. But they they were saying that um, modern birds came from dinosaurs. I mean, that was because I have chickens now. I got chickens again. They're dinosaurs. And those those things are dinosaurs. Baby the dinosaurs. way they walk and the way they look at things and. It's very reptilian. It's the strangest thing. They have thing. those red eyes, man. Yeah, and then the, their claws are very, you know, they're, they are scaly they're claws. They're savage, and, dude. So can, can chickens, stupid. like, actually fly? They can jump and they can't, like, fly like a, like a mockingbird or an eagle or something like that. They can do, like, when they, because I've got, like, a two-tier chicken coop, and when they want to jump down to the bottom, they do jump and flap their wings, but they're not flying. They're just slowing. They, they can, from land, if you had, like a, like, a wooden fence... They can fly up to that fence from the, and then they can perch up there, right. and then they can fly like kind of flood out. Because I saw a TikTok and it looked like these like, they, <laughs> like I don't think it was probably CGI, but like someone went outside. Look and whistled, at all those chickens and their chickens just come flying down like down the hill. Oh, I've been seeing a lot of that lately. That came is that real? I don't know. Cause that guy hits that little tin thing one time. Yeah. And I guess it's dinner. That's the dinner bell. Yeah. And then they all come a hauling ass from the mountains from every direction. Well, it's they can't. It's gotta be fake. They right? can't fly down from a tree, right? Like they can only go like six to seven feet. Well, can they glide? I no, mean, these they guys can't. are going like hundred feet. Well, or you got to think the chickens that we've had, we have now, were bred for consumption, so they're bred to be really meaty. So yeah. they're they're so too some heavy. Some chickens to fly. can do that. Big breasted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can say it. <laughs> It's my favorite. And like, cat. is an ostrich just kind of like a, a ver- like a like a humongous chicken? Yeah, basically, with a really long neck. 
Because they're evil, man, with their beaks and their fucking red, up, <laughs> yellow, red. Like, they, they are not okay. Have they're, you ever seen one up close? Oh, yeah. We used yeah. To, at the Louisville Zoo, we used to go all the time to at, see them, and they'd always peck at you through the... Yeah, at the Old Boy Ranch over there in Maradona, they've got a couple of them. They're evil, man. They'll come, look because like, they know that you've got the bag of food. They'll snatch that shit right out of your hands oh, and yeah. walk away. We used to always love to go uh, see the pot-belly pigs. Yeah. They were always fucking... And you can't eat those, right? Potbelly pigs? You can't. Yeah, yeah. you can't. What's the one that you can't, can't, you're not supposed to eat? Isn't that a potbelly pig? I think they say the Vietnamese potbelly pig, they don't taste good or something. Something. I mean, the wild boars that the rednecks hunt out there at the refuge, they don't eat because they're full of worms. If they're young, they'll eat them. And if you cook, if you get them when they're they're not too big. Yeah. Just like, uh, yeah, because they do have the worms, like you're saying. The pigs are gross. Yeah, they are. I don't know if I want to eat. I, well, I want to build a one of those giant cinder block pits in my backyard. Oh yeah, and do a whole hog. Oh yeah, it's it's we we did it at uh, Mister Perry's house for some get together. It was so good, and it's not hard. It's all it is is metal wire, you know, racks on each side. You can buy yeah. it from Publix. You yeah. can buy good. Just go to Publix and buy a pig for a couple hundred bucks, hundred two hundred bucks. And then just what you said is that you just push the uh, um, charcoal on one side. Yep. Get it going, have well, it like a little off heat, you know, and you just still flip that damn pig up. It, dude, it's delicious. I want to do it with like I actually build a burn barrel, make yeah. my own coals, and like oh, do the yeah. low and slow, like, like Carolina style. We talking about like Would you a rope the, the whole time. Well, you you bit like you know fifty gallon drums, and you build a barrel, you load up your wood, and all the coals burn down, and that's what you spread underneath the pig. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Just yeah, like man. Carolina style. Because you hug. could do it Cuban style, where they just buried a whole fucking thing so you're in the ground. Do it for oh, the what am I doing? They light the fire on top of, it and then let it let the let it cook from the top down, basically. Yeah, I want to do that too. I want when I get when we get the house, we want to build like a whole backyard. I want to build like there's three or four different barbecue pits, a putting oh, yeah. a, putt, a putting green. <laughs> I have a driving range plan in the corner. <laughs> nice. Make sure they tuck their shirts in. <laughs> yeah, right. Got to a pool a pool next to it. You know, just. Do it all up. Like, I think it'd be pretty badass if, like, okay, you guys get a new house, right? And you're like, hey, we're going to have a little get-together. We're going to have everybody come over, and we all come over to Brent's house. And we park in the driveway. We go up, and you can't go to the front door. He goes, hey, come around the back to the gate. When you open the gate, there's, like, a rack of robes (laughs) (laughs) with, like, letters of the initials of all the guests that are going to be there. And you put on your robe, and you you wear it all through the backyard through all the fun activities. I almost wore my robe tonight. You should have. Dude, I, I had it have. out, and Colleen's like, well, are you going to put some clothes underneath it? And I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, Lynn, you can't wear that. You over here with just a robe and nothing else. And just... My slippers. Yeah. This would be fantastic. <laughs> so I- explain the robe to people who may not know. Well, apparently you guys think that I just wear this robe all the time around the house. You do, right? <laughs> o- only during the wintertime when it's... <laughs> I think it's awesome. I think robes are great. They got robes. Yeah, have you worn your robe all the time? <laughs> I wear it all, when it's cold enough. I do. Yeah, I'll, th- I'll yeah, throw I it. I think on. the robes are fantastic. It's too hot most of the time in Florida. Yeah, I mean, I it hangs up in the closet and it's there for come you know barbecue. When you're smoking we, uh, meat in the winter time, you put the robe on to go out there to check. Yeah, because it's like two in, in the morning. It's, right, it's forty degrees out. I'm not going to freeze my balls off. So I'm we wear a robe. <laughs> we've got this legend that every time you go out and you're smoking meat, no matter what temperature it is. The smoke and the meat robe. The smoke and meat robe's got to go on, right? It's like part of the magic. Many, if you don't know, Brent here is the king of smoking meats. Maybe I need to get a, a shorter one for the summertime. 
and then wear my long one in like the wintertime. Like a winter thin time. one, like a like get like a like uh, one of those silk ones. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a silk. good idea. Get a nice silk robe, <laughs> and it could be pink because it kind of matches the color. It don't of like even a, matter. A pork, yeah. No, see, it you don't could, even matter. You could use the pink of the robe to gauge the doneness of the meat, right? You take a big old chunk out, <laughs> stick it up. Next think to about it. like no. think about like back in the day with Rocky, like Rocky Balboa, when he went to the ring, he had that silk robe with the little hat, sure. the little thing on. Yeah, and you got to put a logo on the back. <laughs> like a big old hmm. like smoking drumstick. Like DM Brent's <laughs> meat, you know. Yeah, I I actually had a a co- I was trying to start a company because I wanted to do barbecue on side for a living. Yeah, and it was hard to try to find like a certified kitchen to do it in. Okay, so I could like sell it at you yeah. know festivals, yeah, and, and food trucks and such. Yeah, that's a whole thing. And my buddy wanted the open one in Merritt Island. He, wanted, he was like, there's an empty building here. Let's get it, open it, certified, and we can rent it out to all these food trucks that need the kitchen, you know? Yeah. It's not a bad but idea. It's a really kind of fell idea. through, but then I was going to like do like just like all my, my rubs and stuff like that, and I was just uh-huh. going to sell them online because yeah. you don't have to be certified for that. You know, no. We call it like the cottage. Yeah, yeah it's the Cottage Food Act. Yeah. Because yep. you, you can make like jams and jellies and stuff in your own kitchen and sell it, but there's a whole list of shit you can't, and one of those is pickles. Because oh. if you if you don't prepare it right, you could really make somebody sick with a bad yeah. batch of pickles. Because so there really isn't many places that sell just pickles. No, because you have to have a certified kitchen to prepare it. There's one place I know of, though. Where? It's not a certified kitchen. Ooh. At least I don't know. Uh, Daytona, at the flea market, they have a, a pickle plate in there. Yeah. It. I mean, they have probably 50 big old barrels. They've been there since this is opened. Sure. It's the probably the nicest store that they have at the whole place. Yeah, see, I think they do. And, you and do it's have so to. good. Like I'm sure that the, they are they are probably official in every way, yeah. shape, and form. Well, there's different types but, too. So yeah, because you can do barrel pickles or like you know the warm, or you can do it in the cold. Yeah, you know what do they call them? The refrigerator pickles, mm-hmm. the cellar pickles. Yep, you got fermented. You got the yeah. different types. You can do them different ways and everything. Well, I, I guess technically, like was it kimchi is a pickle? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's all pickle, it's pickled. Yeah, no doubt. So what have you been nerding out on recently there, Scott? Um, I guess this whole setup here. Yeah, you're I got looking. the little curved screen now. I got the whole little, uh, so I can throw, I had the backup screen over here so I can throw the internet stuff on it and uh-huh. then throw that on the TV and then I have, you know, little thing here. I've been doing my NFTs. I've been <laughs> getting all those listed up and it's I've, going good. I've been seeing that the FT curves, scale, sale curves have been flattening. They've been really flat. Like our sales are like, we, we didn't expect when we first re- we released our stuff here just a couple weeks ago. We didn't expect to have a big sale yet because we haven't put up much of the marketing to it, but we're starting to kind of add the marketing and we're, we have a Discord channel and getting a following in mm. Discord. And Discord's kind of cool, man. Like you guys get on Discord at all? Sure. So Discord's big for gamers, right? It's and big it, for a lot of things. And it's and it's big for like trading. It's big like just like Telegram, all these like whenever there's a hurricane, you know, and uh everybody says get Discord or get this app or that app because it's a free chat app that you can download on your phone. Sure. And have basic if you have basic cell phone service, you can get on there and chat with anybody across the world instantly without having to pay fees. Well they have right. like groups too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And and back see back in the day, this is where we're gonna nerd we're gonna deep dive rabbit hole real quick uh gaming okay uh i used to play counter-strike back in the day on a pc right when the cable modems first came out okay and when when that came out when you were trying to get your matches and trying to meet with people and trying to uh like uh have tournaments and have you know uh competitions with other people other clans and whatnot you had to go on irc it was called yep 
Internet and, relay. Yep, internet relay chat, and it was very basic, you know. And uh, they had different mods you could download. People were creating different mods and styles and looks, but it all was the same commands. You go in there, and you if you have a channel, you're the moderator of your own channel. It's very basic, but it's all slash commands. You put a little slash in or a dot, and then you type in a little string of whatever you're like set up, whatever you need, and you can set up your server, create the colors of the text, create administrators for your channel. Oh, yeah. And we had a few hundred people on our channel. We were Tombstone, right? It was the name of our clan. <laughs> and people would come, like other uh, clans would come into ours to try to, like, like they want to battle us. They want to, you know, let's, let's have a little, let's, uh, I guess it was practice. We called it practice. Sure. So every day after work, we had to go have practice and go in and have scrimmages with these other people to get better so we can play in our online tournaments. Well, Discord is just that IRC like on crack. Like right. it's just amazing all the things you can do. And I've been, that's what I've been nerding out on, man. I've been adding bots that can do things for me that if someone buys some of our NFTs in their, in our discord channel, that it'll automatically give them a, a, a label or a title as like a collector of ours or as a <laughs> member of ours and all this. That's what I've been nerding out on. And it, I've been deep in it, man. It's been every single day. I've been spending like an hour or two trying to figure out how to do this. Trying to really learning how to market in the Web three uh, uh, space, right? Because it's different. It's not like you go on Facebook and pay some money and market, you know, or go to uh, Google Ads. You have to go into these blockchain environments where these small little communities are being built, and you have to find these guys. And Discord's where a lot of them are at. So that way, you can kind of tell them what you're doing. This is our project. This is what we're doing. This is like our idea. This is the art, like what we're doing is uh, taking canvas art and we're scanning it and then turning it into an NF digital NFT. Okay. So when you look at the scanned canvas art, you know, it's got all kinds of brush strokes and it's got all kinds of, uh, you know, you can see the imperfections in it. And that's kind of it's a signature, like it's footprint or it's fingerprint that you can tell that it's original. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's not something like a lot of people when they're doing their art, they're doing it and it's all like, uh, it's all graphic design. It's all digital art. And they're doing algorithms where there's 10,000 bored apes and everybody gets their own little looking guy. Yeah, sure. You know, and they're going for three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a piece. Now, how many of the, how many of your NFTs have you sold? Uh, we've sold, I think, 30 of them now. At how much a piece? Uh, anywhere from one to ten dollars a piece. Well, that's not bad. So we're not uh, we're not like the, 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 the whole NFT craze that everybody's going in. The reason that everybody's doing this is there's only one. It's called OpenSea, okay? And then there's these uh, NFTs that's on the Ethereum blockchain. Yeah. And Ethereum, uh, what it is, is you have these guys that have bought Ethereum when it was like three thousandth of a penny or half a penny, and they bought thousands of these things. Well, then all of a sudden, they go to $4,000 a piece for one coin. So now these guys are millionaires with nothing to do. They don't know. They can't spend it unless they want to just go in and cash it out immediately into U.S. dollars for that profit. They're not trying to do that. They're all trying to do that. You know, they're really trying to get into that next Web three and save that stuff. But they're trying to spend that money within their environment because you can only spend Ethereum on Ethereum projects. Sure. So Ethereum projects have come up, and you got these guys that multiple hundreds of millions of dollars in value of these coins that they've been either mining or buying on the cheap right and now they're 
So they're buying these bored apes and all these big, you know, crypto punks and all that. And they're driving up the price because now everybody's talking about it. They're marketing. Right. You know what I mean? Like right now, the things that people paid a million dollars for then, they're only worth like $50,000 now. People have lost millions of dollars buying NFTs and inflating Hundreds costs. of millions but of it, dollars. But it's because it doesn't matter to these people. These people are spending this money on this stuff. And it doesn't affect them because they have so much of it, and it's and it's helping populate and make their network. And some people are making a lot of money on it. And uh, our blockchain, we were in there at first, but we were such little dogs in a big pond that we just didn't see ourselves fit in that. So we found this wax blockchain, and like Amazon and Sony and all these companies are getting in there, and most of their stuff is play to earn games. So the new game up there right now is like instead of playing Farmville on an app on your phone. And you're farming and, you know, getting resources. And then you're just, like, taking your resources to buy new stuff to build your farm. Now you're taking $500 in some cryptocurrency, you know. Like, if you went to Roblox or, you know, Minecraft, you, you could buy things for their coins. Like, you take your American dollars, put your credit card in, you get whatever their token or coin is, and then you use those things to buy. That's all this is, man. Is these guys are getting these farm games, and alien worlds and stuff, where you can... You're spending $500 and you're buying like a a, a, a spaceship or you're buying a, a mining shovel that's badass or something. And then as you're doing your mining and you're playing this game and whatever, the money and the points that you get, that's real money. Right, right. So it's not fake coins. That's real money that's building up. So whenever you want to cash out, you cash out into American money right? You know, or U.S. dollar or whatever you want. And and you can earn like there's people right now that are making you know anywhere from one to five hundred dollars uh, a month in extra income by not doing like being at work every day while their game their play to earn game is earning them money because you know why you know why they're earning real money yep. because they're using your computer's processing power to mine yep. whatever cryptocurrency that and that's where you're getting that money yep but you're not getting a hundred percent of the mined cryptocurrency value oh yeah you're getting a portion of it. There's Be- all percentages. Yeah. Every blockchain takes their cut. One to percent, two percent, five percent, sure. seven, nine. But it's it's yeah. helping the blockchain by using your unused CPU time or your GPU yep. time yeah. to help mine this cryptocurrency. Because yep. cryptocurrency just is invented out of nothing. Exactly. You have to mine it. Yep. And the process of mining it is you've got these computers with, you know, tons of processing power are generating yep. the hashes that go into creating what would be functionally exactly. one Bitcoin, yep. right? And so people who early on made a shit ton of money on on crypto, they spent and invested millions of dollars in their own yeah. mining operations. So they'd have like they'd buy these warehouses out in Idaho in the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah. And then they would fill it with computers. And so, then and graphic cards. Yeah, but that's yeah. where it is, because GPUs are better than CPUs but, yeah. in mining this stuff. And that's why NVIDIA went up to five hundred dollars a right. share, you know. I mean, seriously. So what they would do is they set up these mining operations and if they only mined one Bitcoin a day off of a thousand mining machines, that could be potentially worth sixty thousand dollars in one day. Yep. If depending on the fluctuation of crypto, because crypto is super volatile, mm-hmm. so that's why they they spend millions of dollars, but they end up making that millions of dollars back with a month, mm-hmm. and the rest of it is nothing but net profit. So, and you're exactly right. So right. that that's the first cryptocurrency is mining Bitcoin, Ethereum. There's two or three of Cardano. They even mine, yeah. but see, uh, Cardano they've gone over to proof of stake. See, there's a different way that these things are being created now, too. It's by uh, just participating, by just having a cryptocurrency in a blockchain and saving it. Like, you have your digital wallet, right? You have your, your where all your 
cryptocurrencies being held like it's your little market, you know, your little wallet. And if you want to take it and stake it, there's options where you can stake it to where you can't access that money for 30 days, 60 days, whatever that time frame that that contract entails. And that money that you have that you stake gets put to use in that in that network as they're building out the, these networks. And then you get rewarded for doing that. So it's like having a savings account, right? right. You get the normal savings account at a bank is giving you almost nothing nowadays, right? right. I mean, it's almost so nothing. More like a CD. Exactly. Where these cryptocurrencies are going, hey, if you help us build this out, we'll give you 7% return on your investment, 9%, you know, and it, and it fluctuates. It can be 20% at right. times. So if you just kind of get into the right one and you're, you're uh, investing uh, in proof of staking, that's how these things, that's how people are mining. That's the new mining. Okay. Because what it's doing is it's not taking uh, all these video cards in these top end, like these big warehouses aren't having to be built for people to mine these other cryptocurrencies that are being out, that, sure. that are out there. I mean, there's cryptocurrency you can mine on your phone now. Uh, there's all kinds of different ways that they're trying, people are trying to participate in this Web3. Because everybody's trying to find the best and easiest way to take the least amount of resources. Right. Resources, you, you know this very well. It's been it's been the key to the ups and downs of Bitcoin here lately. Mm -hmm. is people saying that, oh, it's you know not good for the environment. It costs a lot of money to generate the, uh, the computing powers too much. When it's been proven wrong already, that that's the case. Right. But they are doing things to try to make it. Well, that's why China recently banned Bitcoin mining in one of their provinces in Shenzhen yeah. because their this whole country was, now. Yeah, they, this one particular region was cheap enough in China, where they were putting up these farms by the hundreds. Yeah, and the energy energy resource utilization went spiked like seven and eight thousand percent. Yeah, and China's like, whoa, 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 we can't have you nerds taking up all this energy. <laughs> yeah. That's now illegal. Yeah, and that's the scary thing about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency yeah. because. Say you have millions and millions of dollars in a crypto wallet, right? That's pegged to like various different types of Bitcoin. The U.S. government could come one day and say, you know what? Cryptocurrency is banned in the United States. And guess what? All of that money, quote unquote money that you had, it's all gone. Yep. Because now it's worthless. Well, because yep. it's not backed by a, a physical security. The dollar is backed by the gold or the gold not, standard. Not well, it used to be. Yep. But my point is there's a value there's a tangible value to having a dollar because you could trade that dollar at some point for something. Hey, you know what? There's a rabbit. We won't do it right now, <laughs> yeah. but there, there's a, uh, there's a pot, a podcast on, uh, uh, YouTube and it's, um, sponsored by SoFi. What is it? A pomp, uh, business. What is, I'll, 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 I'll come up with the name and I'll even post it in our group. There's a competition. There's a guy who is, all about the dollar, thinks Bitcoin and everything's a scam. Then you got this, these guys that are hyper intelligent in, and understand everything that surrounds this Bitcoin. And they go into that debate that you just brought up about the dollar backing and the gold and this and that. And I'm telling you, there is uh, the best damn business show is what it's called. And I'm telling you, it's fantastic. And they have that exact argument and, uh, I couldn't, I could, I, there's no way I could do it any justice yeah. of explaining it because that's a whole ass argument. They both have points and they both are coming at the end of this because they're friends. They're both coming at the end of this conversation going, you know what? You're right. You're right. I, we don't know who's going to win this. You both have valid points. It just matters of what people are going to latch on to. Yeah. I, I just still can't wrap my head around it. Like, it no, so many me. people can't. So many. I mean, I have some 
some crypto because yeah, the Super Bowl commercial with the free oh yeah whatever it was. Yeah. Then I watched some videos and got some more. So I was like twenty five dollars of free stuff. Yeah, I made six grand on that Shiba Inu last year. Yeah, he got me turned on to it. Crazy. I made I made crazy. some money and then lost some. So I put like two hundred dollars and bought like like. 30 million of these stupid things <laughs> and then it just skyrocketed and cut the fuck out. Yeah, because he got in at the perfect time. Yeah. Right before it did like a 7,000% super spike. He's like, bro, I made so much fucking, you gotta get it. Just put 100 bucks in. I'm like, I don't put 100 bucks in. Yeah. And then it was worth 200 bucks. Yeah. And then it was worth $95. <laughs> yeah. So I put more money into it and I eventually sold out and made some money and then... Crypto's then, pretty flat right now. They There's a lot of hype but uh, it hasn't been built out to be worth all of the hype yet. Yeah. All of these companies are building something that are they're trying to, like, like governments are going to have, each government in the world is probably going to have their own individual blockchain mm-hmm. that they partner with that is not going to be hackable, but it, what it's going to do is all there's all these little side chains they're calling now. So if you're a blockchain, it's very hard to integrate. You can't integrate old technology with this blockchain <laughs> yeah they're calling some of those shit coins in a good way <laughs> yeah exactly there's so many scam coins because yeah. now you can go to a website to just make your own coins yeah hit submit i just and don't know how there. to research it so it's like i look and i'm like i, I wouldn't know where to go i'm like oh, that name sounds cool i'll buy some of that you know yeah there there's some uh twitter has is dangerous first off but twitter uh will help you find the people that know where those sources of news are and you want to know where they are discord and reddit telegram reddit all of these younger generation uh social platforms that are free that try to talk that they're DeFi, but they're really not they there's a lot of conversation about DeFi, and a lot of it's faux not of not real and uh it's interesting though but that's where all these people are talking that's where all this information is from and since robin hood thing all happened now all of these big, you know, firms, every one of them have every one of those apps on their computers at their offices now, mm-hmm. and they all have secret names, and they're following what's being talked about and said in there. And uh, it's interesting, man. It's a war. I didn't. I time for all that. Like, I, yeah, not many people do, man. I it's know. exceedingly complicated, especially really if you is. want to go past the level of understanding where it's like, oh, I can just log into an app and buy something. If you want to know more than that. Dude, then you're you're digging through like really stale white papers, I mean, and it's real. It's just it's a, hard to wrap your head around. It is really boring. Yeah. But if you don't even need to possess that level of understanding, though, unless you want to create your own, if you just want to be a casual consumer, you know, apps like Robinhood and even like my bank TD just started offering crypto sales. Yep. It's Team really Ameritrade. yeah. It's it's really easy to get into and spend your money. But the the key thing to remember is there's an adage they say don't invest in crypto what you're not prepared to lose basically so, so yep. whatever whatever you whatever you invest be prepared to lose that because of the volatility of these markets i mean you could be up one day and then way down the next day All and day. it fluctuates like the wind td ameritrade is one of the best they have a think or swim app uh that you can download on a desktop and it's like an ultimate day trading type of platform that's where people kind of go and try to train you reading all these yeah, little, yeah. little trends. And you can kind of read all these charts and kind of try to make smart decisions on your day trades. It's so unpredictable, man. There's, yeah. there's so much shit behind it's it. Really, it's really, I mean, tough. you're flipping a coin. It is such a gamble now. It really because is. Because it's, it's not like traditional investing where 
you've got safe havens havens like real estate or commodities or anything like that or you know or retail investment different in different areas right like you can't invest in currency as a safe haven there is none in cryptocurrency it's nope. it, it is all you're completely exposed totally. every position you have is completely exposed it, to volatility it, it but it and there's so many trading platforms. There's a ton of, of them. this, and there's a lot of them have been getting hacked or like they've been scammed. There's been some you know stuff going on. There's four or five of them that I personally use that I would I feel pretty good about until I don't, I guess. But it, let's say everything in America shuts down and your cryptocurrency is worthless that you've been doing. As long as you're smart and you have a backup plan. You can get that on your Binance Bittrex on your backup bank accounts, and then you can still convert it to any currency that you need to. Uh, you know, because that's what's cool about this is, like, everybody's making a stable coin for their country, right? And let's say if I'm in Morocco, and in Morocco they have some spices in Morocco that you can't get anywhere else. And there's an app. There's like uh, this one company, Humble, that they're developing this is. You're going to be able to go to their to Morocco to their farmers market from America, and you're going to be able to go to their little mini online store, like where it shows the list of what they can buy and you know they sell. And you're going to be able to say, "I want to buy that spice and have it shipped here." And you're going to be able to do it, and then with whatever their currency is and whatever currency you have, you're going to be able to convert it within that app and buy that Moroccan spice and have it shipped to you with like four or five clicks rather than having to exchange money do this sure. next, let it last three days like that's what everything's going like the world market that everybody's talking about cryptocurrency is going to help make those things happen and that's the only really point people need to know is yeah there's going to be some that are bullshit and some that are legit and you've got to do your homework and mm. kind of hope for the best just like you would if any stock or it, company. it just all comes down to whether or not the governments can regulate it and get their fair share. Exactly. And that's what they're working on right now. And that's what that's why a lot of the cryptocurrency is flat right now because they put a pretty heavy tax on it. I mean, and, it, and it, if they, they just, can't, if they can't yeah. figure it out, then people are just going to abandon it because, yeah. or, or if they figure it out, people may abandon they're gonna, it. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to incorporate it. They're, they're, there's too many, there's too much and there's too many big people now involved for it to fail almost. It, it's pretty ridiculous. It's happening. I mean, every big company out there, what's ha what they're trying to do? PayPal, uh, all these big, like PayPal is the, the biggest one. All these guys, they're web two. They are the second generation of web and what they've built, which means a lot of their stuff is easily, uh, is more easy to hack than this next generation. So there's been a lot of scams. There's been a lot of uh, issues going on with the current pay systems. When you look at a bank and their current ledger system, it's slow. It's 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 garbage. There, it doesn't provide any benefits to any of its people. I mean, that's why these companies like GoFi, who just got their bank charter, that's why they're kind of really popping off. You know, uh, is because they are offering like when I have my savings account, I actually get a few percent out of them, where you get almost nothing through a local branch. Right. Yeah. You know, I can go on there and anything that I spend with my debit card, I get points. And that hundred points is a dollar. I can buy a dollar's worth of a stock right there within that app. Everything's mm. point and click and fast. And uh, it's just old. The old way just isn't, isn't there, yeah. you know? So PayPal and all them, they're really pushing this stuff and they're really fighting against this stuff right now. Cause they're behind the scenes. 
developing the same technology right so they don't get left behind well they're dinosaurs now by this point so yeah exactly so and they won't get left behind they're gonna you know come out with their bad new stuff just like micro you know everybody apple they're gonna come out with all their new stuff and then you know what i mean these new companies that are (laughs) trying to drive this technology are gonna have to battle those guys man so we started in video gaming and ended down a way deep rabbit hole about (laughs) bitcoins cryptocurrencies that was a good one there's only going to be a uh, forty to forty-five year old men <laughs> to listen to this episode. Okay. Let's get a break, boys. What's going on, in my life? Yeah, let's do it, right. dude. Brent's over there with both dogs. They're licking them, Just chilling, dude. They're like, oh man, so you smell, smell so good. Brisket. I smell the brisket right off of your legs. I will be back. Hey, that didn't sound too much like satisfaction. Yeah, what's the matter? Do you think? I don't know. It says B flat. I'm just playing what it says. Play me an A. This is bad. Yeah, we sound like shit. I knew this band idea was gonna suck. What does suck mean? We bleed green! However, they withdrew into their music and rituals. Let's start by deceiving the non-believing by retrieving data, splatter, a thousand into one splatter. Satellites be like linguistic anthropology. We study the roots of men to fill the boots of a man with no apology. Astrology acknowledge me before you was a galaxy. Now you think you're straight just like my galaxy. Good, good. I'm hungry. We, have we been sufficiently nerdy yet? Oh, dude, we nerd out big time. We <laughs> bored a lot of people. I'm sure we time. did. So to the five of you that are still listening, thank you for still yeah. sticking around with us. Charlie's like, oh, I can't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry too, man. I haven't been eating a whole lot because the work's been crazy. Man. I want to eat a buffet. I want to go to like Morrison's Cafe. Oh, man. And just pick everything. I want to go to like Ryan's Steakhouse and just pick everything. So when they had the buffet, did you guys ever have like that marshmallow fruit? coconut concoction oh, they yeah, had yeah. My grandma they called it ambrosia time. right is yeah, that was yeah. called ambrosia salad dude that was where's where where ryan's at uh well ryan's used there there was a ryan's and it was at the uh over across by target off of 50 there yes because like the chinese place now yeah the chinese buffet that's been at, like one of the worst restaurants in our <laughs> so county like what, 50 ryan's, times and then it was what whistle junction is that the place? yeah yep. it was something else and then whistle junction i think and then back to chinese now right I don't even know. Yeah, but they've been shut down like four or five times. Like when you walk in there, they have not remodeled it one time. No, they <laughs> it's haven't. It's the exact same, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, you could tell, man. Some good buffets. I mean, it's it's like it's a sight to be seen. But when you walk into a sketchy buffet, it's like I don't know if I should do this. What's the best nicest buffet you've ever gone to? Oh, so there was one in Vegas at one of the casinos, and it was like seventy something dollars a ticket for this buffet. Ooh. But let me tell you, they had every goddamn thing you could imagine, and it was prepared 
perfectly. You want nice. lobster tail? Here, have 10 of them. All oh, done perfect. Wow. You want some filet mignon? You want thirds, fourths maybe? And, but, it, but they had like a salad line that had everything you could make. I, and I, if you th- you can think of a random ingredient, they had it. Yeah. A seafood line, Brent's a gonna beef sneeze line. so bad. Look at it. He's been holding. He's over there battling. <laughs> he's pulled the mic away four <laughs> times. Just sneezing. Get it, it won't out. come out. I, I, I sneeze make it real loud all over that mic. But they, it's but fine. that one was the best one by Country Mile. And it's like you you had to eat until you were sick because like man I just paid 140 bucks for me and my ex to eat here. Yeah. I'm getting my goddamn money's worth. <laughs> yeah. And you do. And I walked out of there feeling like I was about to die. What, but that was it. What Brent. casino was that at? I you know, I don't even remember which one. It was one of the bigger newer ones in on the newer side of the strip of Vegas, not the older side. I went there about 10, 12 years ago and it was like 14.99 is the one we went to. Yeah, they they've got all kinds of different different ones and we chose the most expensive one on purpose cuz I'd been hearing, you know, for years Chris is that, a foodie, man. Yeah, that these we all are, but you know, it's I've been hearing for years that the Vegas buffets are the shit. Like, well, let's find oh, yeah. the best one. Oh yeah. And it was that was awesome. It was good. What about you? What best one you well, bet to? Brent? Honestly, probably Quincy's is my favorite. Quincy's. Quincy's is pretty good. They had though. a good buffet. The yeast rolls. Oh, that, the big fat yeast rolls. That, know why they did that shit, good. right? Because you ate those yeast rolls and they filled up and expanded your stomach and made you less hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but I was like <laughs> 10 or, I was like ten or twelve, so I could still eat yeah. like fifty pounds of food. <laughs> <laughs> there is a whole psychology to that whole freaking thing. I, no, what about you, Scotty? Mine uh it dude, it's Texas Day Brazil. Oh, Oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say, but is that really considered like a buffet? Now? I think it they is. They do have a buffet there because though. it was like you know, hundred bucks, eighty to hundred bucks to you know to to eat. Uh, you sit down, and when uh, before the meat starts coming out, they have a whole buffet in the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like there's ten different types of salads, and every one of those salads would be twenty dollars on a menu. Yeah, somewhere else. Uh, then they had all just all kinds of stuff, and it, amazing. Fuck all that though. When they bring the meat out, it's like, over. You don't want the chicken. Like leave. Just get the fuck out. The guy that had the chicken was walking around with the same chicken most of the time because <laughs> yeah, everybody's dry. like, yeah. like, we don't want, like, give me the lamb. Give me the all well, the, the lamb all the, is yeah. my. I crave that lamb. <sighs> all of the so different, good. all of the different cuts. They have these guys with these big skewers and they're just walking around with meat and then they just like cut it off onto your plate. <laughs> and, and it's the best thing in the world. Like, we got so fat there. It was. So I've, delicious. I've been there three times. I've only paid once. Yeah. Twice where for like we have like a work conference or something, like our yeah. boss took us there. And we went one time and it was like my birthday. So we had like buy one, get one free. It was like forty bucks. Oh, it was like man. the best deal I've ever had. I was hurting. Oh I yeah. Hurting when I left there. And like you can't even drink like a beer when you're there because it's just taking up valuable no. space in the in the stomach. Uh, I went to a lot two years ago. I was up in uh Kentucky visiting my mother and I had all the kids. And I'm like, let's all go get breakfast. And it was just me and all these kids, right? There were six of the kids. And I'm like, where are we going to go? We start driving around looking. Boom, and there was a Shoney's popped up. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to show these little kids what the fuck is up. We're going to go to Shoney's. Dude, it sucked. Did it really? I mean, it was the exact same Shoney's. When you walk in there, it is the exact same Shoney's that was on 50 here in Titusville when we were in high school. Right. When you walked up to the to the uh, uh, buffet, it's the exact same food. I'm talking about exact. If you wanted to have like, uh, uh, what was it, the potatoes, the hash brown potatoes or whatever with the, uh, the pepper, it's exactly the same. You're like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Now check it out. It wasn't that good, man. There's yeah, a, a kid, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But there's a there's a new Shoney's that they opened up about probably about five to ten years ago up in Ormond Beach, north of Daytona. It's brand new. It's to catch the people that are leaving NASCAR, right? Right okay. off ninety five. Yep. And that that is one of the best local buffets I've ever had. We always stop there for breakfast on the yeah. way to St. Augustine and the way to home from St. Augustine. What's going on? Buffets are kind of slowly disappearing. What's well, going on? It's not real hygienic, especially now in COVID age. You think about it, you know, you, you got sneeze guards, thank God, but you got people's going you know, in and out. They're using plates sometimes, even though they tell and you like, not to. And, and like and, whenever, like, like let's say your uh, your little pot of mushrooms gets low, and, and it's the workers there instead of letting you people eat all the mushrooms from that container, yeah, they, they just dump the others off, on yeah. top, and then the stuff on the bottom gets old. Yeah, it's you. it's it's real hard. I mean, and it's got to be expensive too, and how much food they're wasting. At the end of the day, right? You know, it's, there's yeah. got to be a, a pretty heavy food waste, You're right? Because right. that's why the, that's why the cost is so low because they're, yeah. you know, they're they're giving you the bottom of the barrel of food except for the and, one. In, and in honestly, whenever you go in the newspaper and you used to see like Scott Joseph in there, and he'd be like, "Hey, these are the worst fucking restaurants in in Bavar County," and five of the ten are uh, Asian places in yeah, Titusville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're Asian uh, uh, fast food buffet type style places that are getting in trouble for all these violations that they probably operate the exact same way they do in other countries. Sure. You know, to a T, but here we're just well, different about the way we Well, Florida doesn't have regulate. like the grading system like a lot of the other states do. Like you go to New York, New Jersey, and you walk up the door and it has like their we, letter grade used, right like, on the they door. They used yeah. to. I remember at the Domino's over down the street, they used to have a grade on the, I don't know if they still do or not, but they used to have a grade out there as well. But uh, I I don't know, man. I love buffets, though. They were always do, the best, yeah. man. I agree. I, it's like when you're kids, when you have your kids, and they're sitting there, and you're like, what do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to <laughs> eat? Go figure something out. Oh, I want to go here. I want to go here. <laughs> and, and then they're arguing. It's like, well, you can go to a buffet, and everybody can have everything that they want. Yep. Like, as a kid, it was the best place in the world to go. Yeah, I still think so, but... But Colleen disagrees, so yeah. we never get to go. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen, come on now. We 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 have been to the CCs in Melbourne a couple oh, times. I love oh, CCs. Yeah. CCs is the shit, man. Yeah, we had like some doctor's appointments, and it was right next door. So I'm like, we are going there. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to show you. Is what it I- every man is always excited? Like for me, it was more of a gamification of the place because. The good pizzas when they came out, like there was always a battle to get to it <laughs> until you have gone enough to be smart enough to know you could just go back there and say, I want one of these pizzas for my table and they'd make it especially for you. Yeah. But everybody would just like, they'd put that right pizza out there and then everybody would stand up and walk towards it at the same time. Like, oh shit, everybody's going to eat it all. <laughs> Give me a buffalo chicken well, slice. There was a place where the CC's is in Melbourne now. I can't remember the name of it, like probably. 20 years ago now that was in the same spot and it wasn't cc's it was the like exact same concept yeah and i think they started it and uh that was the first place i ever had dessert pizza oh that apple pizza man yeah it was really or good the man. chocolate or the nutella yeah, the one too the nutella pizza was always really good yeah yeah i was always about that apple pizza it was like an apple pie pizza man oh yeah cc's was also 3.99 man yep and then you a dollar for a drink y'all ever get Five the breadsticks there 
It's oh, easy. yeah. You get the breadsticks with the cheese sauce and with the ranch. Breadsticks with the Alfredo sauce <sighs> with the corkscrew uh, pasta noodles. Man. I'd pile it. That'd be oh, one plate. There's no a noodles. pile of that. You're making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> pile that with the breadsticks that you just dip. And then I'd have like two or three pizzas slices stacked on that because I didn't mind the Alfredo getting sure. on it because it tastes good. I'd have a good solid 12 inches of pizza stacked up on one plate. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'd have a plate with half ranch, half Alfredo. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's the way to do it. Or if they had the bowls, sometimes I just fill up an entire. There's bowl. All, it's not a pleasurable dining experience. There's yelling kids, arguing oh, kids, yeah. or shit all over the floor. I could block like, that out for some like halfway decent. Everybody's food. fighting <laughs> to eat all, get all the the bars root beer off the, uh-huh. uh, the fountain drinks. Yep. But yeah, that, that place oh, that, that's where you went when you had no money and you wanted to eat a whole lot. Yeah, I'm getting sick thinking about it now. Yeah. Because you always felt terrible after you ate there. It was always well, bad. Any kind of buffet, if you do it right, you're walking out of there so full you're uncomfortable. Like even like basic movement, like sitting down and standing up is a challenge. Uh, the most uncomfortable is is always eating at a Japanese house. You think so? For me, personally. Because I always get, you know, you get the soup and salad. Okay. And then they have that big thing of rice. The big thing, you know, thing of uh, uh, the noodles. Then I always get like the filet and shrimp or the filet and scallop. You gotta yep. get both. Uh, they also give you all vegetables on top of it mm-hmm. and two whites, two white sauces. By the time you eat that pile, it's like been piled on your plate three times <laughs> full. By the time you're done, like I used to try, I, I used to be able to finish it all. Now it's like take home, got it for two more nights. Can we get two white sauces? Oh, I, I'd get the like whole four time. or five. Two whites. <laughs> as soon as it's empty, two more. Two more. I just pour it all it. over everything and it's just drown it. <laughs> it's the best. Ah, can it's we the change best. the subject? I'm, this is making me so hungry. So hungry. I haven't eaten since lunch. Let's today. do some science stuff. All right. So Brent asked a really good question today. Um, yeah, let's, let's start with that. That I actually had to look up because it was such a good question. What was it, Brent? Um, does the past still exist? Damn it. So that is such a good. It's a philosophical question. It's a scientific question because you can look at it from both perspectives and come to sometimes the same answer, right? <laughs> so I went down a rabbit hole. I'm like, this I have never thought about this before. This is this is good. And a, and a, a handful of articles later, I'm too dumb to answer this one. Well, actually, it's it's kind of there's I, you come to find out that there's a couple different ways of arriving at a conclusion to this answer, but there's only really two that stand out. And Neither one of these two can be tested empirically. They can't be falsified. So they don't stand up to the scientific method so that it's, it's basically still just conjecture. But from, you know, kind of a quasi-scientific perspective and a quasi-philosophical perspective, you've quasi. run two, two different stances. One is um, an eternalist standpoint, which is where the universe is completely infinite, right? Like even though since the Big Bang, it's been, what, 14 years since the Big Bang? But because of the expansion of space and yeah, how Big fast Bang was fourteen years ago, 14, man. Yeah, I was, fourteen I was, years. I was like fifteen. I was in my thirties. <laughs> so sorry. So it's like, well, with the expansion of the universe, our photon sphere, which is all the light we can see, is like forty-six billion light years across, right? Yep. So, Everybody knows that. But if universe is truly infinite, like some cosmologist thinks that, that every current position, like the present right now, has to be repeated somewhere. At some corner of infinite space, right? Because infinite space is but, truly infinite, means that there should be some form of position, right? So, so we're talking about time said, travel. We're trying to see if that's possible. Yeah, but is you that said something interesting there. Present doesn't necessarily exist either. No, and that's the second school of thought. Because by the time you realize it's the present, your the human thought process 
It's already happened. Right. So it's always the past. Yeah, it's it's a 14 millisecond delay from observation to processing through your brain through the the moment of observation. So we're basically living 14 milliseconds in the past perpetually. So the second school of thought is so I right, so the first school is eternalistic, which means that the present and the past and the future all exist simultaneously within this infinite universe of ours. And that's based in general relativity because general relativity means one of the basic principles of that is it doesn't exist until it's observed, right? So if you think like the wave photon um, duality of of light, the double slit experiment, right? A wave can either be a wave or a particle (laughs) depending on how you observe it. Right, that's the same yeah, thing yeah. with the past and the present and the future. Um, so the second school of thought is pres- presentalism, where nothing exists outside of right now, outside of what you're you're looking at. the The future is predetermined by what you are doing presently, and the past is just a remembrance of previous observations. So all we exist in everything that exists only exists right now in this current in moment pres- in the present. So and they're both right and they're both wrong in their certain regards and. You know, especially if you view time as a, as a dimension, like up and down and forward and backward, and then time is the fourth dimension, then time has to have past and present and future states that can be observed. Is but, time travel ever going to be possible? Well, of course. Well, yeah, but they also said that time doesn't actually exist, too. I saw that recently. Yeah, that that's also because... Uh, that's the new <laughs> physics theory. I know. And that, that ties into like multiverse theory, too, right? Like, you know, just because in our one specific universe, time is an observable quantum. We can measure it by seconds and hours and minutes and stuff. Like, in other universes, too, does maybe time flows backward, right? Yeah. Because the laws of physics are different in each one of these multiverses that are created. But so the answer to the question is, does time exist? Or excuse me, does the past exist, still exist? It's like yes and no, depending on how you think about it, because there's no real way of answering that question. I just thought it was fascinating. I appreciate it. Yeah, well... It's got me thinking, and um, brain brain hurt a little bit. It does hurt your brain, right? Like I also was reading too that did you know photons don't experience time or distance because they're traveling at the speed of light. You know, the faster you get to the speed of light, the slower your perception of time is. But once according to the something is history, it always exists. Well, you can have evidence of the past, dinosaur bones, right? Old ruins and stuff like that, old paintings. But yeah, does but that still occurs in the present? Right, that's still a present observation of the past. Does the actual physical past still exist somewhere in the universe? You're right? never going to have the same particles and molecules like around us at this very moment. It's never going to happen but again. It would just be it existed. It, it, yeah, but the question is, does it still exist right now as you're observing? And the answer is both yes and no, yeah. which I think is fascinating. So I appreciate that. <laughs> All I know is like, is this a blue dress or a white dress <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> Look at blue. <laughs> that messed a lot of people up. <laughs> There's arguments about I that. I still thought it was blue. <laughs> okay. It was I got... gold. All right. right. We had one more question just came in uh, from Jason Miner. <laughs> what is the hottest planet in the solar system? The hottest planet in the solar system. Venus. Correct. It's not Mercury. It's Venus. Because Venus, the, and that's a fact. Correct. Because of the runaway um, greenhouse effect. We know that, and, and nobody can argue with you on that. That's, that's tested. That's tested, yeah. All right. It's a common misconception because Mercury is closer. But... Right. What is the nearest star to the Earth? 
Alpha, Alpha Centauri. Centauri. How far away is it? Four point one light years. Four point three. Ooh. Four point three light years. This is like a fifty year old book. It's probably closer to what you said. <laughs> um, what are sunspots, and how do they affect Earth's radio and television services? We're, NASA smart man. Well, sunspots are eruptions on the sun's surface, and they shoot out prominences, which are just basically little bits and pieces of broken off magnetic field, and that goes into our magnetosphere, and it fucks up solar yeah. particles. Electromagnetic and, radiation, that's basically. It. Yep. And it messes with, because all all we do with like radio communications, it's just radio waves. Oh, and nice. radio waves are electromagnetic. And, and the eruptions energy. from clouds, uh, the, the eruptions form clouds of gases. These explosions send out streams of tiny particles that reach hundreds of millions of miles to Earth and beyond. Mm -hmm. The particles, do you know what those particles are and where they uh, can be seen? Well, I mean, they can be seen in the visible spectrum, but they're just charged. And, and that's the North and South Pole. Well, they, that's, the, that's what your auroras are. That's what exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so you answered that completely right. <laughs> so there's like, there's a whole explanation of like two paragraphs, and you guys both <laughs> just pretty much said everything in there. Pretty I mean, perfectly. a simple term I think is just sun fart, right? Basically, yeah, <laughs> it's a sun fart. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's like those. Um, what do you call it? Uh, the cameras where you can see like the oh, the infrared camera, infrared camera. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> what did somebody fart in the infrared camera? Yeah, see like the puff come out. How many stars are in the Milky Way galaxy? That's unknowable question. Hundreds of hundreds of millions. Billions. Yeah, it says about a trillion. Yeah. And that's just a guess, too. You, There's no way somebody sat down and counted. <laughs> I really think we're probably in a simulation, guys. I agree with you. I really believe that. I'm going to stick to that. We're Man, you guys got me thinking shit. now. I, I think, so the, the simulation argument is is really fascinating. Because like, if you think of, what is the small, here's, here's one for Brett. What is the smallest observable unit of time and space or we'll just say space yeah. nothing can get smaller than this you can't even measure smaller than this a quirk a nanogram it's a plank length and it, it's oh. it's one time 10 to the negative billionth something number it's the very smallest unit of existence that we can measure and i look at that yeah. like pixels this goes back to oh, the it's like a pixel, pixel. yeah it's a pixel this gets back to the the oh. googleplex thing yeah and how many atoms and stuff are in the universe and infinity of infinity right but you think like you know what does that tw that one tool song say? It's a um, it's a comedian who's doing a riff and starts it. Like, All matter is just energy condensed to its slowest moving form, and that's to the truth because this table here is made up of molecules, which are made up of electrons, which are made up yep. of quarks, yep, and made up of bosons. There's densities, and, and, right? Yeah. And so this is just energy that's been slowed down to a condensed form that you can touch. <coughs> so if you think about it, we're all just particles. We're nothing, basically. Yeah. If you take a really existentialist look at it, you, you look at the scientific way of describing reality. It's like we're just things. Do you think, made do you of think we'll ever be able to, uh, like, uh, you know, our soul, like the human soul, of thought process and and uh, you know that existence and that reality? Do you think they'll ever uh, uh, figure out how that existence? I think at some point in human history we'll get that figured out, but not right now. Because there's a lot of theories, and there's like, where does that awakening, where is that true self being right. come from? 
the pineal yeah. gland. Well, if it's a simulation, some programmer somewhere. Exactly. He just needs to blow on the cartridge and put it back. <laughs> like, we're going we're gonna to give this guy a smoky robe. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to smoke meats all the fucking time, okay? He's going to work for some program company. We're going to have this. We're going to have this. We're going to make him a little smarter. He's going to, like, ride motorcycles and be in bands, and he's going to be, like, work for NASA, and he's going to, like, hang out with dogs and be on a weird <laughs> podcast. But that's that's where the question of God comes in, because God, God solves all of that. Let there be light, and then, boom, we existed. There's your big thing. only bang, took him seven right? days, right? The only, the only seven whole days. Yeah. But that's where a lot of people would go to it, and it's very easy to go that way to, you know, yeah. to have an understanding of this omnipotent and this omniscient creator that just willed everything into existence. But I mean, that's se- a r- seven days of what? Because seven Earth days or seven, uh, yeah. if, right. if time's not a thing, seven days could be any length <laughs> of time. That's right. I, 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 religion's something for me. Yeah, same. Uh, I, I question way too much stuff to have full faith in the things that I read, okay? Mm-hmm. The reading, like what I'm reading, the words that are being put on this paper, but there's something to uh, uh, what it's trying to say and do that I I greatly respect. Like, I know religion has its uh, 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 crowd forming, let's get everybody on the same page and be, you know, let's live by these rules, you know, kind of thing. But I think it's very, like the community part of it, I think it's so important. Like my grandfather was a Baptist preacher for 50 years, Temple Baptist in Titusville. And uh, I loved everything about what he did and the whole process and uh, like even going to church, all your friends and everything. But when they started talking about shit, <laughs> I had a hard time tuning into it sure. and, and, and believing it. I questioned too much. And when I didn't get the answers that I sought when I asked those questions... I don't know. It just turned me off, man. Yeah. I mean, you, there's something about having blind faith that, you know, it, without blind faith, you have these questions because we're humans. We're inquisitive. Yeah. And when we read the stuff like the Bible or the Quran or yeah. the Torah or whatever, it represents, you know, humanity's kind of best efforts at explaining the unexplainable. Exactly. But it's still just written by human beings, even if it's divinely And inspired. it changes all, like, right. like, like the Pope changes his mind all the fucking time about right. stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then you get into yeah. the scholarly study of the Bible, and you go back, and it was rewritten and rewritten, and some things were yeah. mistranslated from the original Greek, you got Greek the Enoch, Aramaic, you know, and, yeah. the Book of Enoch, and all that stuff. Right. Like, some guy at some point was like, even though we found all these scriptures, we're not going to include this one. So we're yeah. going to make this one not real, yep. right? Yeah. So you get all those questions. And those questions to somebody who's already having a hard time with religion, if they get these questions in their head at the end of the day, it's going to turn them off. Yeah. That's what it requires, blind yeah. faith. And blind faith is difficult for a lot of people. It is. It, I, I was at a comic book store, okay, and uh, down in, um, in <laughs> Melbourne. In Melbourne. And this guy, uh, it's called 9.9 Comics. This guy is... Uh, he's a character, man. Like he is an aw- like he's awesome. I go in there. I don't know this guy. My daughter was in the hospital in Mer- in Melbourne. You know, she was uh, uh, had some stomach issues going on and mm-hmm. spent like three days there. And uh, I had to. There was a time where I needed to leave for a few hours and give her some time with some other people, fit visitors and stuff. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, I'm I'm walking around, going to this comic book store. I start talking to this guy and I'm picking some stuff here and there and. Uh, we get, somehow get into a conversation about religion. And he's like, do you believe in God? And I'm like, well, uh, I don't really know 
how I feel about it. I said uh, every conversation that I've had current to date uh, has led me to being pretty doubtful, but ultra respectful of it for to where I would even if there was the right preacher and I was in the right, you know, in this relationship and this person like I would still be cool going and being a part of a, a, a church just because of the people and the camaraderie, if the message is being told the right way, not because I believe in everything being said, but I believe in the practice of uh, community and doing well onto others and being a good person. A lot of the, the virtues that are, that are signaled through their messages. And that's a lot I of the, get down. that's the problem with a lot of the churches is the negative message and not yeah. the positive message. It's right. a, like growing up, it was always like that church sucks. Don't talk. Like if there's another church in the street, say, Oh, those people are awesome. I love them. They're great too. Like, even if you don't believe in every, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is there so, so much, uh, like when I printed t-shirts, the hardest people to deal with were the members of the churches come in they were always negative it was always a problem they're always trying to like get your price down to be cheaper than you know what i mean like to not make a buck yeah because they're for um, for profit it was always this there's always some negative aspect that would come of the situation yeah so i would raise southern baptist like you are yeah and what i remember i stopped going to church when i had the choice when i think about 14 yeah and the only thing i remember about going to church was being judged by Everybody. The clothing we were wearing, oh yeah, being judged by the haircuts, being judged for everything. everything. Like, this is supposed to be a safe space of communal yeah. gathering, and I feel like I'm being talked shit about every single time I'm here. Yeah, and it's an immediate turn off to I don't care what the pastor was yep. preaching about. Yep, the fact that I got all the rich people from Cocoa Beach looking at me and my brothers and stepbrothers and sister, it, yeah, wearing second down, down clothes, hand, yeah. hand me down clothes because yeah. that's all we could afford. Yep, it's like I don't want to be here. Yep. And it it was a complete turnoff. I mean, there was many other things that happened. No, you're told. But, but yeah, that's basically I've watched it. that happen so many times. Uh, uh, that's that's why I kind of always thrown like through. I've never been in there. I don't like. I just know people that go there. Is the Grove Church? Yeah. Like I remember, they used to be on Carpenter in that little church right across from that little uh uh, uh little convenience store. I think that was the Grove right there, wasn't it? I think so. Because and people were going and just whatever you wore. Don't wear flip-flops and shorts, wear whatever, just wake up and go and have a good time. Right. When people, I'd hear people talking, I'm like, that's probably the way it should be done. Like, that is the way it like, should be done. Like, like, let everybody be who they are, but go worship and do your thing. You so know? my friends, the Longorias, they both own the, uh, and they just started the uh, the rock church up in Scottsmore. It's a rock and roll themed church, right? Like they play rock music, like actual rock music, right? And uh, they're very open and accepting of whoever shows up, however you show up, just come as you are, right? And that, and they're just such nice people and so cool that you know I would go just to hang yeah. out, even though I don't agree with the message. Yeah, I don't agree with some with the religion part, but the the community aspect of it, like hell yeah, I'm gonna go show up and important. I'm gonna take my Harley up there. I'm gonna yeah. show up there in jeans and a t-shirt. And I'm going to sing all these fun songs with these guys. Yeah. And then when the preacher starts, I'm probably going to go outside and have smoke and leave. You know, but <laughs> but yeah. just the way that they, they organize, I think that's how it should be, right? Like, yeah. you shouldn't have to be judged. No, I, exactly. I, I Growing up Catholic, I remember when like they brought drums and a guitar in for the first time. <gasps> and yeah. all Shocking. the public people just completely lost their minds. Yep. And they had like, oh, we're going to give a special mass just for that. So that old people can just avoid it, right. and it's yeah. like our rock mass. And then, oh, yeah. you know, growing up, I started to hang out with some friends, and their parents were like the youth pastor at the Baptist church up here. 
Yeah. So I started going out there for youth group, and you know, I go with them on Sundays, and yeah. And it was more just having fun with a group of yeah, people and, that are and, good people and that are yeah. kind of in a controlled environment in a way where everybody's kind of looking out and kind of good yeah. and their family. Like, it's so beneficial. Like, I feel like societies need to have those type of communities sure. installed in them for that reason of, you know, building a community of peaceful people that can uh, have virtues and values. And there's so much. Okay. I know we got to get off here. And we yeah, gotta, we, yeah, we got to. But this. let me let me just real quick that that comic book guy, what that what started. Uh, he asked me if I believed in God, and I gave him my honest like you know jibber jabber answer, and he goes, you know what? He goes, I, uh, my father's a preacher, or was a preacher. He said, uh, "Do you got a minute?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh shit. Shit. Yeah, 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 sure." Yeah. They were closed. It was like eight o'clock. It was already closing time. We sat there for an hour and a half, and he gave me his whole spiel on, he went to Bible school as a kid. Right when he graduated high school, he went to Bible school. The only purpose was to prove his preacher father wrong that God isn't real, and he was going to find the words to to help him with his argument. He learned Hebrew. He learned other uh, uh, dialects. And, and he read those Bible. He he graduated, you know, and he now he believes in God. <laughs> he, did, he did not believe in God and wanted to prove his father wrong and went to Bible. And the way he explained himself as the why, I don't know the answer. I couldn't do nothing but respect the <clears throat> effort and the, the thought process that he went into making the decision that he made. Oh, no, absolutely. Whether I believe him or not or whether I'm right or wrong, does, that's not the point. And so many humans, and this, this goes into you know a lot of different factions of people's lives and why maybe religion is so important, is we have to be able to let people be who they are, think how they think, happen, whatever happens. We all want to control people's thoughts and judge people based on their thoughts now than ever before. And with the internet, it's just completely done that. It's given everybody a megaphone. Ev- yeah, to everybody's got, this is right or this is wrong, and there's no other answer, right. and, I, and you can't change my and, mind. And don't get me wrong, too. Like, I'm not dogging all Christian churches, right? Because I know the Christian church is capable of doing great things Amazing for people things. that need it. There, yeah. you know, Some churches are good for the great for the community. But there are the churches that it can be aren't used so for much. good just as much as it can be used for bad. Bingo, you know, and especially like if you get, you know, what if when you involve and I we are not rabbit hole in this, <coughs> rabbit hole in yeah. this. I'm just going to say it, but yeah, I got once real you get bad trivia right the politics <laughs> involved, then it gets worse. Today. And yeah, what's the new comment <coughs> from uh, Jason? No, right below that just came through. Science. Does your age fart? <laughs> Actually, yes. The sun does. Yeah, yeah. Uranus is one of the main chemical constituents of its atmosphere is methane, <laughs> and methane is one of the primary chemicals of fart. <laughs> like, where did the origin of Uranus it's come? Uranus. From? It's a Greek god. Oh, okay. It's okay. All right, let's do some trivia and let's call it a night. Uh, I think we've nerded everybody out pretty well. <laughs> I'm gonna say poop, poop, poop. There might be poop in here. We'll see. There probably will. Be. I hope not. They say that the mind is the first thing to go but it might start going way sooner than people realize. At what age does the brain start to deteriorate? 27. Is it 18, 25, 
30 or 47? 30. 25. It's 30. When you're 27, you're right in the middle of those two. But tw- 30, at 30 years old, our brain starts to deteriorate. Yep. So for 13 years, I'm getting dumber. <laughs> I don't know, though. The largest bill to go into circulation in the United States did so in 1945. The value of the bill was how much? Was it a $5,000 bill, a $10,000 bill, a $25,000, or a $50,000 bill? Now, was this a, was this a one-off print? Just a or one bill, one print. 50, it's 000. the highest denomination. Yeah, yep. 50000 10000 10,000. I made a $10,000. That actually went into circulation? Because I know they they print out like million dollar bills that are only printed once to help with The largest bill that went into circulation was 10,000. Now they they have like platinum coins, don't they? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just mint make money. (laughs) Damn, get her whiskey. Just like cryptocurrency. (laughs) That's exactly right. If you ever find yourself panned, I did this on purpose. I can't pronounce (laughs) this word. If you ever find yourself panned, Pandiculating. Pandiculating. P-A-N-D-I-C-U-L-A-T-I-N-G. Pandiculating. You're probably what? Rocking your chair back without realizing it? Whistling while you're walking? Yawning and stretching at the same time? Or eavesdropping? Walking while you're whistling. What is pandiculating? I'm trying to break the word down. Well, because you lading, that's in like perambulating, which is like the, the act of driving a vehicle or a bike. So you lading, I'm going to go with some forward motion. So I'm going walking while whistling. Rocking your chair. I'm thinking like pendulum. Oh, <laughs> we were all wrong. I just get, yeah, it's the stretching. The reason, <clears throat> the reason I pulled that question out is there's something that I do every day. And I don't know if this is a healthy, good thing or if this is an alarm sign that I need to go to a doctor immediately. Is every day I do this little yawn, like I do it at work too. I do this yawn and stretch thing. And then I feel like like I lose vision a little bit. <laughs> like like you know when you do that just super big yawn? <laughs> and you get it and it gets real good. And then all of a sudden when you kind of get back in, everything kind of you kind of slowly Yeah. Like I'll start to kind of like black out in a way. Yeah, you're exerting. And then I come out. You're exerting yourself, so you're spiking your blood pressure. And that's what's happening. Is a momentary spike of blood pressure that's geeking your system out. Is that why that happened to me this morning? I'm gonna die. It happened this morning when I was doing my crosshair workout. You did that? Dude. No, I was like doing some holidays on the ground and my hands and feet were in there and I'm like I'm pandiculating. I blacked out in like two seconds. I was just like, bro, that's not good. It isn't good. Well, I mean, it's it was five o'clock in the morning. You're probably smart enough to go see a doctor. Scott's like, yeah, I'm going to die, but I'll be all right. I'll figure it out. I'm not going to a doctor for that. It'll be like $5,000 in tests to tell me. <laughs> I don't really know. Stop pandiculating so much. The worst part is when you stretch like that, and then all of a sudden you get like a muscle cramp from it, and you oh, can't yeah. go back to normal. <laughs> if I could trust doctors that, that are good at their jobs, I'd probably go more often. Mm-mm. Uh, if you ever, fi- oh, no, okay. <laughs> the item with the most calories in McDonald's isn't a burger. Which menu item clocks in at a thousand, almost eleven hundred calories? McFlurry. Yeah, it's got a be. large raspberry triple th- milkshake, a twenty piece of McNuggets, a large McCafe Oreo frappe. That's it. Or the big breakfast with hotcakes. No, it's the Mc- McCafe. Yeah. The frappe. It's the big breakfast, man. Is it really? When's the last time you got a big breakfast from McDonald's? Never. A couple months ago. A couple months? <laughs> well, I got it for the, for the kids. 
Yeah. Because they wanted pancakes and... T- their pancakes are legit. Well, like, Stella gets the pancakes like just about every weekend, but she only gets just the pancakes because oh, that's okay. all she'll eat there. Yeah. Hot cakes. The hot cakes, the yeah. Hot cake. Well, they got the McGriddles now, and so Silas, he'll go, just give me some McGriddle cakes, and that's all he wants <laughs> is two of them. Well, we get those every Wednesday and Friday on the way to school. Okay, yeah. And they pick the sausage off them and eat just... The, the McGriddle cakes. cake. There and you go. can get it without the sausage. So you could just get, like, hey, give me your sausage. And you eat that and let the kids That's eat That's what I do. Yeah. So we have the app, so everything is, like, already pre-ordered. And I just hit yeah, yeah. order now and then drive Perfect. up. Yeah, them frappes are real high in calories, though, too. Oh, yeah. If you have alien hand syndrome, alien hand syndrome, you are a person whose hand turns green when they are cold. No. Whose hand acts on its own, that and one. you may even choke yourself. That one. Who has to wear rings on every finger, or who is allergic to latex gloves? No, it's the one where you have no control of your hand. That so you can just sense. like, yeah, start it's choking fucking, yourself it's crazy. out of nowhere. Yeah. Is there evidence of this? It's yeah, it's an actual thing. It's in the DSM. Wow. I thought it was just a kink, but <laughs> no, that's the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> He called it. He knew it right away. No, no, that's the stranger, bro. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay there, and everybody knows what is. There that a is. category on, on, uh, on the hub for that? <laughs> we should find out. There's gotta be. That may not be a category you want to stumble into, though. Yeah, I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> I don't want that on my phone. <laughs> it's on Chris's subreddit. <laughs> uh, what is the national animal of Scotland? Is it a liger? A mix of lion and tiger? A zebra? A wolf? Or a unicorn. unicorn? Unicorn. It's a fucking unicorn. I think if Scotland actually has a pack of wallabies what? on the island. Really? Really. I guess they got imported like hundreds of years ago, and they actually got let loose, and they've survived, and they've actually continued to reproduce and, and thrive. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is that like the monkeys at the Enchanted Forest over there, Southtown? Is there really? There's no monkeys in Enchanted Forest. Yeah, and you've never heard that. Dude, that's bullshit. <laughs> no, because it came from Tropical Wonderland. Yeah, that's when the Johnny Weissmuller. So you're saying seen. there's monkeys in the Enchanted Forest right now. Yeah. Yeah. When I played baseball growing up at IRC, right there, that was always the thing: is go out in the woods and there's monkeys back there. You can hear them. Did you ever go out in the woods and see these monkeys that everybody was talking about being there's there? There's tons of stuff back there. We used to walk the Enchanted Forest all the time. Yeah. Did, there's. Did there's you like ten see... miles worth of trails back there? Oh, I know. I've used to walk them. Me and the kids used to all the time. I never saw the monkey. You're not looking hard enough. You never saw the monkey. I never saw a monkey. Brent never saw a I, monkey. I heard a monkey. So no one here has ever seen a <laughs> monkey in that forest is all I'm saying. They're there, man. We're going to call Frank on this. We should. I actually, I haven't seen a monkey. I've seen a Florida panther. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's got to be panthers. I saw one out at the uh, 39A yeah. a few years ago. It was like a, a mom and a couple cubs. Wow. Saw a couple bobcats out there. Enchanted cool Forest is pretty badass too, man. Because that was like all that was uh, a lot of that was uh, drainage for uh, uh, orange uh, groves. And yeah, stuff well, the Addison the Canal runs right yeah. there. And, and the history of that place is pretty awesome, and it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. If you there. actually follow that as a canal from like the St. John's all the way through, you can follow it all up to basically the Indian River. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you can actually see it going up. It actually crosses. The street and goes over where Knight's Armament is. Okay. And goes up through Port St. John. No oh, shit. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Well, all right, guys. That was fun. Yeah. I don't we, think we, we got nerdy out. enough. Nah. I think we could have gotten nerdier. We didn't get into gaming too much. No. We didn't get into uh, too much. We kind of just lightly. 
touched on it. Yeah, we could do a whole episode of gaming, I think. Yeah, we'll get there next time. All right. Round two. It's good to be back. Glad yeah. my schedule fucking allowed it. It's, so when you get home, Brent, is Colleen going to be like real nice, or is she going to be mad at you and give you a little attitude because you got to go have she, fun? She was she just didn't. texting me. Oh, my God. Hurry up. Saying that the dog's going crazy the entire time I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're in a relationship and one person is not in the house and the other one is in the house dealing with things, you just, if you're at the house, you have to text and tell them things that are happening sure. in, in ways that help hurry that person up to get their asses home. Yeah, it's okay. The house like is it. kind of on fire, but it's all good. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You <laughs> yeah, you're fine. I'll you're handle fine. it. You have to call her as soon as I leave. Oh, <laughs> there it is. What are you going to eat on the way home? I'm going to call her pick up my food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I already got it. I'm You're going to get in trouble now that it's on record. <laughs> and then uh, next Tuesday, Chris, you won't be around next Tuesday? I don't think I will be. So next Tuesday, uh, I have to go to my sister's graduation in Arcadia. It's like a three-hour drive uh, on Tuesday morning. I'm taking off work that day. So as soon as I'm done, it'll be like noon, one o'clock. I am pretty much just, I'll have all the equipment in the truck and I'm just going to drive straight back to Titusville. And if it's too much, man, we can just skip a week. Go, I think it'd be fun though. Like we've kind of talked every second Tuesday yeah. to record at the brewery and I think it'd be cool. Like I'm down to do it. It's not a problem. Yeah. I'll let you know. I just got assigned the OFT2 launch to okay. direct that one. Okay. And that's in like two weeks. Okay. But we get these weird fucking rehearsals and yep. different things that may prevent me. But I'll, I, that's, and I'll let you, you know. And if you make it, great. If not, I think it's just Colleen and I. And we're going to set it up. We're probably going to, you know, anybody who joins us and shows up, uh, we're going to get them on the mics and kind of have it as a, an interactive situation. Like we kind of done that the last, you know, both times we've gone. Yeah. And it's worked out really well. So I want to keep doing that. I think it's uh, awesome that we're doing that up there at the brewery. Yeah. Plus amazing and, beer. Dude, oh, it's, God. It's, dude, I mean, and, and the food and the beer just sells the whole... That's why I want to go up there. <laughs> and, and, and oh, I say we. They have Scrub J back on tap. I oh, saw do they really? Oh, yeah, not the just a can. So. Oh, fantastic. You'll be set. And they have uh, Key Lime again. Oh, do they? Ooh, nice. Scott's favorite. Lots of whipped cream. No, no, no. The Scrub J is my favorite beer that they have. It's fantastic. You know you like it really whipped cream. Is. I like whipped cream from home. All right, well... All right, guys. See you guys. Love you, Charlie, guys. we missed you. Yep. Colleen, uh, we missed you. Congratulations on your closing of your house. Hope you made lots of dollars. Colleen, clean the F in house. Have it ready for Grant when he gets home. <laughs> Thank you. Get his robe ready. Yep. And uh, until next time. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Daisy's in a two-top, screaming from the top of her lungs. This all ends tonight. Screaming from the top of her lungs This all ends tonight Daddy's on the floor He's screaming for more Saying you're gonna be alright Alright Oh Right You're gonna be alright Dude, that's just Killer! Oh, dude, that was awesome!